the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Transformation and Manifestation. Something God wants to do for every born-again believer. God wants transformation to happen in all of our lives. Transformations that God wants to manifest in our lives. That'll cause us to become more godly men and women in life. That's why God sends his word to you and me. So it can transform us into being the people that God wants us to be. That is, a godly people who live godly. The things that we see and learn from the word that God provides us are things that are given by God so that we can be more godly. But although that's God's intention for giving us his word, our response to what he shows us in his word determines what transformations actually happen to us. It depends on what we choose to do with the word God shares with me and you that will determine whether any transformation will happen to me and you. That's why it's so important that we respond properly to the word of God shares with me and you so that we can actually experience the transformation that God wants to happen in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Matthew. And plus that, that ain't what he talking about when he said rest. Enter into my rest. What he talking about is stop trying to do something in order to be saved. That's what he's talking about. That you don't have to do nothing else. Now you can rest in the fact that Jesus already did that for you. I ain't talking about rest airplace else. Is anybody hear me up in here? That's why there's only one seat in the tabernacle. And that's for God himself. And since he own it, your butt's supposed to stay standing because there's more work to do. That's not what that scripture is talking about. But it's falsely taught that way. We need to enter into his rest. That rest is that you stop thinking that you got to do something to be saved. You just accept what Jesus Christ did for you. But once you do that, there's more work to do. And that's to transform you into the image and likeness of God. Let's look in the Message Bible, a.k.a. the Ghetto Bible. Let's see how it reads it. The Message Bible renders verse 15 this way. It says, we look at this son and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at this son and see God's original purpose in everything created. Now, this is important for various reasons. Number one, he said, we look at this son, which means there's a specific son we're supposed to look at, a specific son. Because remember, just because the person is a son, who he owes, does not mean that they are a close son. They can be a distant son. Hallelujah. So just because that person is a son, 
I remember there was a guy by the name of Ronald Reagan who was president of the United States. Praise God. He had a son who, who, who couldn't stand him, couldn't stand nothing he was about. And if you sat there and listened to his son talk, you find out the opposite of what his daddy was about. Hallelujah. His father was a conservative. He was a liberal. And so they would speak, he would speak the opposite of what his father was about, even though he was the son of Ronald Reagan. Just like you have sons of God to speak the opposite of everything they hear about. Do the, do the opposite of what he's about. He loves unconditionally. We love sporadically. Hallelujah. That's why I said, look at this son. Because this is so very important. Especially since God's original purpose in everything created, including his man, was to fulfill his plan and purpose. Everything created was created to fulfill his plan and purpose. He created you for a reason. And that reason wasn't good for nothing. It was to do something, including doing what it is that everything was created to do. He created waterfalls to fall. And they ain't, they ain't waterfalls unless they're falling. <laughs> he created bugs to bug you. Or bug, you know, whether it's you or somebody else. They be bugging other animals. That's why they... You know, sometimes they move their ear and try to get a bug away from them and stuff like that because bugs just do that. They just bug, you know. He created them to do that. Hallelujah. They're walking in the perfect will of God. <laughs> just like God created you for a purpose too. And he expects you to fulfill that plan and purpose. Especially since God's original plan was also to be glorified. So that people would see him and his greatness through us. People are supposed to see him and his greatness through us. And we can't do that unless we be like he is. Because otherwise they may see something other than what they're supposed to see in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Adam. When God first made Adam, he created him to have dominion and authority over all the earth. But then later on down the line, they see him hiding in the bushes, wearing a leaf jumpsuit. And the animals was looking at him. They thinking like, what the? Because they couldn't even comprehend it. They even asked him. They asking one another, what's he doing? He said, I think he's playing hide and go seek with God. And they said, no. Because he know God know everything. So he know where he is. It's got to be something. I don't know, man. I, just, I ain't never seen him like this before. What he got on? Look like leaves. Why he got leaves on? He ain't no tree. Don't ask me. I'm just as confused as you are. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He talking. Shh, shh. Let's hear what he said. Adam, where art thou? Okay, now we're fine. I'm in the bushes hiding because I was afraid. Adam will say, say what? He was afraid. I ain't never heard him say nothing about him being afraid. I, I ain't never... 
Wait a minute. I thought he was created in the image and likeness of God. Is God afraid too? Then obviously he communicated a message other than one that he was created to do. And the body of Christ is communicating all kind of messages. That's opposite of what God said do. Even us in the church. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, there you go. He got us now. He got us now. Praise God. Amen. We can, we, 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 we cooperating with the devil who is the author of confusion. And we confusing people about how God is supposed to be. We confusing people how things ought to be. Yeah, confusing people. Making them think that maybe, maybe, maybe God lazy. Because I'm looking at his church and they lazy. Maybe they created in his image and likeness. Maybe, maybe, maybe God has come see, come saw. Okay, sirrah, sirrah. Maybe, you know, you know, maybe like that. Because that's where they are. Maybe God is erratic. I wonder do God have habits? Because they have habits. And they go on and they get on their habits there once in a while. Go on their little trip for a couple days or two. You don't know nothing about habits, praise God. Amen. That's why people get a lot of attitude. Walk around with a little attitude. Maybe God get attitudes where he won't talk to nobody for days. God's church do it. Then when they say, hey man, let's go to that church. Well, I ain't going. Why not? Because I don't know if God going to show up because God's church don't show up. You see, he just communicated an entirely different message. <laughs> What's supposed to be happening? Does that make sense? That's why God said, I want to do a transformation on you so I can get you back to the way I originally intended you to be. And that's a person that communicates who I am to everybody that sees thee. Well, they can begin to learn about who God is just by looking at his. And his is me and you. They can learn what God is about. They can learn about what turns God on and what turns God off just by watching you. They can, they can learn what God does and what God doesn't do just by watching you. And then you can then give them further clarity and say, turn with me to this scripture and that scripture. And then you can show them where you got it from. I stand on the word. I live this. This is what he said right here. So when people say stupid stuff like when I married my husband, when a man say I married my husband and, and because of that, I got close. I've been closer to God. You could be like you a lie and your breath stink because the book of because the book of first John says, praise God, that if you walk in darkness and say that you're with him, then you lying and do not the truth. And the truth ain't even in you. That's what the words say. Praise God. So if you do the opposite of what it is that word said. Then that means, that you want to know you? Let me show you you. Let me turn to Colossians. No, let me turn to Romans, first chapter, praise God. Whereas it says that you held the truth of God in unrighteousness and didn't even pay attention to what the word of God had to say. And because of that, you thought you was wise, but you became a fool because your foolish heart became darkened. And then God turned you over to yourself so that you can start doing the things that are unseemingly. Like men with men and women with women. That's unseemingly. That's what the words say. So that means that you ain't close to God. You a reprobate. <laughs> but that's all right. God can fix that. Does that make sense? Wouldn't be like, well, you know, it's true. He said he's closer. So 
I can't be looking into nobody's heart. No, but you can look in the word. You ain't got to look in nobody's heart. You just look in the word. God tell you, the word says it has all things that pertain unto life and godliness. What does the word say? But the problem is we're so approximate about everything. We're so close to everything. Close works in, 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 in horseshoes, but we ain't playing horseshoes. This real life. And God said, I created you to be in my image and likeness. Look at your neighbor and say, it's doable. It's doable. It's doable. The only question is, is will we do it? Or will we put it off till tomorrow? Next week, next month, next year, five years later, ten years later, and we still ain't did it. Because Satan has got us satisfied being less than who we're supposed to be. This is so important. Especially since God's original purpose in everything created, including this man, has become so perverted to the point that it's a breath of fresh air to be able to see somebody doing what God wanted them to do and living like God wanted them to live. Look at your neighbor and say, that's why I'm so glad I know you. Tell them, that's why I'm glad I know you. Because at least there's somebody doing what God said do. There's somebody living what God wants them to live. At least there's somebody. Come on, in a world like this, well, folk, they don't, even, they don't even think about living like God wants them to do. And when you find somebody that actually do, you can be like, oh, thank you. Come here, come here. You're you my new bud. You're my new baby FF. Because <laughs> Jesus was born to be the firstborn of many brethren. We who've been born again are some of the brethren who were born after him. And we all came from the same family. We all came from the same father. We're a brother with a different mother. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But we all got the same daddy. His name is Jesus. His name is God. But God's desire is not just that we'll all be born of the same father, but that we all also conduct ourselves alike. That we conduct ourselves alike. That we all have the same typical qualities. And that we all have the same mannerisms. That's why I said I created you in my image and my likeness. Likeness means mold and mannerism. That we have the same mannerisms. That we conduct ourselves the same way too. And since we're all born of the same father, then we should all have the same family resemblance. We should all have the same family resemblance. Because if not, then a transformation is necessary. Because we should all have the same family resemblance. Turn to John chapter 14. We almost through for the day. We should all have the same family resemblance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember, he told us to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like him. We need to be like Jesus. Praise God. And, and, and let me show you how much of a family resemblance he had. I'm going to show you how much of a family resemblance he had. John chapter 14. Jesus' family resemblance was so strong. How strong? I'll show you how strong. John chapter 14, begin reading in verse 4. He was speaking to his disciples about where he was going to go. Praise God, because he was giving them some of the last teaching that he was going to teach them before he go to the cross. In verse 4, he says, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. But Thomas showed, no, I don't know. I've been with you, but I wasn't paying attention. I will, I've been with you, but I have been trying to learn stuff accurately. I've been with you, but I ain't really been paying attention to what you're saying. 
Because a lot of people can walk with Jesus three and a half years and still don't really know what he's saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, Mank, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Listen to what he said. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Notice, if you had known me, ye should have known my Father. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus said, man, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Notice, when thou hast seen me, Thou hast seen the Father. See, Jesus' family resemblance was so strong that when you see Jesus, when you see Jesus, you see the Father. That's like, dang. Another way of looking, he looked just like him. Act just like him. Conduct himself just like him. To the point that Jesus said, when you've heard me, you've heard the Father. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Because I don't say anything other than what my Father would say, and I don't do anything other than what my Father would do. Why is that? Because he learned scripture. He learned and could quote scripture. Mm-hmm. And God said, be imitators of him. Now, you ain't got to start big, be trying to like learn whole books and stuff. But you can take a verse that you use with some form of regularity. You can use, take something that you do and just learn it. Put it on a, on a, on a flash card. Remember when you used to do that? Or is, that, or is that too old for y'all? Use your phone then. Put it in your phone. And then, build, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then put it there. And then move it. Up, down, whatever. And then try to quote it. And then bring it back. See if you got it right. And if you don't get it right, try it again. And keep working on it till you learn it. He did that with the whole book. He can quote the whole thing. Now, if he did the whole thing, surely you can learn a verse or two. Especially one that you use with regularity. Hallelujah. I said, especially one that you use with regularity. Start with the ones that you be like, I'm just paraphrasing. So that you can get out of the paraphrase and start saying it right. Hallelujah. Try it. Mikey will like it. You'll like it. And who knows, you might want another verse too. And then another verse, and then another verse. Until before you know it, we'll be actually thinking you know the Bible. Jesus' family resemblance was so strong that when you saw Jesus, he said you saw the Father. We should all ask God to transform us into a person who has a family resemblance like Jesus. Has a family resemblance. We all want a family resemblance just like Jesus has a family resemblance. In fact, we should all pray. We should say something like, Lord, we want to be the people who have a family resemblance that shows everybody that we're from you. We want that kind of family resemblance. Lord, do whatever you need to do to transform us into the person who has your family resemblance just like that. 
We want to have your resemblance, just like Jesus did. We want to have your resemblance, just like Jesus did. We want, we want to be able to say to people, truthfully, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. When you've talked to me, you've talked to the Father. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like him. It, hey, 1 John chapter 3, and then we threw. I said 1 John chapter 3, and then we threw. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We should want to be that way. It's a privilege. It's an honor. It's an absolute wonderful chance that has been given to me and you. It's extended into our life as an invitation saying, come, do this. First John chapter three, begin reading in verse one. Of course, first, every, I told you every book has a, has a theme. The theme of first John is the fellowship with love, the fellowship with love. Now that we know that we have love, and God loves us like he do because John taught us about how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now that we know we got that love, now he tells us how to fellowship with this kind of love, how to kick it with somebody that loves you like they do, how to have somebody in your life that love you to the point that they'll die for you. Teaches you how to fellowship with love. This is one of the things he said. First John chapter 3, begin reading in verse 1. It says, behold, check it out, don't miss this. What manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. What kind of love did you have that you would bestow upon us the privilege to be called the sons of God? Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So we shall see him as he is. Now, when we when he come to get us, all this natural falls away. And then the spiritual is going to be standing there on that day. And we're going to look at us in the spirit, the person that he recreated us in the image and likeness of on the inside. And we're going to see we just like him. And we're going to be like, would you look at here, look at, look at here. Praise God, and we're going to be seated. we just like him. Because we're going to see him as he is. And when we see him as he is, we'll find out that we are the same way too. Because we're going to see him, and then we'll see ourselves. We'll see him, then we'll see ourselves. But guess what? You ain't got to wait till then. You can look at him now. In the scriptures, and behold who he is. Knowing that when you see him, you're looking at yourself. That's what you're supposed to look like. That's what you're supposed to act like. That's how you're supposed to conduct yourself. Why wait until we're getting ready to get up out of here? When we could be able to walk this life and this world in the image and likeness of God. So that others can behold his glory. That of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. So that others can be able to come to me and you and say, show us the way. And we'll be able to tell them this is the way. That you do it. Why? Because I'm living it and I'm doing it too. So that you can be able to do the same thing too. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen what God says in this Word about the transformations and manifestation that He wants to happen in our lives. Transformations and manifestation that cause us to live more godly lives. I hope that you're getting a better view of the importance of these transformations and manifestations happening in the lives of me and you. Then just maybe you might let God do what he wants to do. That is, cause transformations and manifestations to come to pass in the lives of me and you. 
Our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Let's let him be a God of transformation and manifestation in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the men of God in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you, especially if your desire is to draw closer to God. We invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on, brothers. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.